I feel like we should start the show today, Johnny, with with taps being played because as just as quickly as they came into our lives as a sponsor, they're now no longer a sponsor of this particular podcast. Welcome in, by the way, to the Too Good for Radio podcast. Mike and Molson here, and our sponsor, Butt Drugs, mm-hmm. right from in Indiana, a fine, independent, small mom and pop business. Decided with their last bit of money that they had left over to sponsor this program. They have now closed the doors. There'll be no entry back into butt drugs. Turns out they had such little faith in us, they actually went out of business back in April. Oh, wow, uh, before but, they but even still, became yeah. sponsors. It was like, you know what, we've got it. We, we, have to, we have to appear bankrupt, so let's get this money off the books. We'll we were a money la- part of a money laundering scam? Pretty much so, I yeah. think we finally made it in the podcast world, right? Uh, Katie Butt Beckert. Said, you can't you can't hyphenate butt becker <laughs> said this is a decision that did not come lightly butt drugs has been serving our community for over 70 years she's a third generation owner third generation butt uh katie butt uh, her grandparents started the pharmacy in 1952 known as, on chestnut street boy this whole thing is just offensive <laughs> really is chestnut. hey do you go down to butt drugs on chestnut <laughs> can you t- put your chestnut on butt drugs uh opened as william h butt drugs <laughs> That sounded at least dignified. Then her father turned it into Butt Rexall. <laughs> that um, sounds like a bad porn name. I, hey, it's starring Butt Rexall. <laughs> when I took over and purchased it from my father, we legally changed it back to Butt Drugs. You know, keeping it simple. Butt was the given name. You make uh, you make it what it is. You make life what it can be. Have fun with it. The business used to have uh, the, use the family name in a commercial jingles with other clever puns. But according to Butt Beckert, and she said the shop has been known for its old-fashioned soda fountain and prescription pickup in-store in the rear. Yes. People travel from all over just to get their I Love Butt Drugs shirts from them, but uh, no more. The store is permanently closed. Uh, they can go online, though, and be part of the Too Good for Radio podcast network, possibly, if they want to pony up some money. We'll, right. we'll, we'll, send, we'll, we'll sell the I Love Butt Drugs t-shirt along with the I Love Sex and Poo podcast <laughs> all there together. So thank you to Butt Drugs, but no longer a sponsor. We hardly knew ye. Yeah, we hardly knew ye, but Nugenics... Still around, and she'll like it too. Speaking of things and, you know, butt drugs or whatever, sometimes people hide things when they're incarcerated, about to be incarcerated, usually so, in the butt drugs in the rear, but this is a different story. We got a guy who apparently was spending 17 nights at a vacation home uh, where after he had used somebody's stolen credit card oh. to rack up $3,000, and he's sitting there on the Gulf of Mexico, just loving life. Right, okay. Cops pull up and arrested him. They found uh, numerous, numerous driver's licensees, checks, social security cards, credit cards, and debit cards, all in different names. Oh, man. Uh, apparently, he was buying all of your names right off the internet. Uh, so and, they, they take him to jail. And they use it, they, and he was using it for a vacation home. Yes. So he would steal your identity and... While you're working your ass off, mm-hmm. he would be sitting there on vacation. So they're booking him into jail, and the cop says, I just need you to know that if you have any sort of contraband on you, uh, tell me now. Right. Otherwise, you're going to get hit added. with a felony. Yeah. Right, exactly. You're going to have more charges added on already. The guy said, I got nothing. Search away. That's when never, the, a, <laughs> never, a, never a good idea. 
that's when, according to an affidavit, a jail deputy found a 22 caliber bullet uh, lodged behind and underneath his tex- testicles. I said what? there was a 22 what? caliber bullet. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. He had a load in the chamber underneath his load in the chamber? <laughs> yes, a a live 22 caliber round okay. what? positioned underneath the suspect's testicles. It was confirmed that it had not been fired and was still a live round. A few things here that 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 pop up immediately of what were you hoping to accomplish smuggling one bullet under your nut? And also, I mean, how sticky was where he was at that it never fell out? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how much extra nuttage did he have and how tight True. were his pants? Yeah, it was a, it was an ample sack. <laughs> it would have to be an ample Well, you would have to be a tight sack, right? For it to stick underneath there. I don't, I don't know the ins and outs, but he'd have to be wearing some type of boxer briefs or Speedos. You know the last scene in Die Hard when Bruce Willis reaches behind his back and he's got a gun yes, taped back? Yes, okay. Ba- Maybe that's the, what he was going yeah, for? I think that's probably what it was. That was his last. He was going to just reach right up in there and uh, throw, uh, throw a bullet <laughs> at somebody. Into his gun yeah. or throw it into something? Freeze, or I'm, I'm tossing this this nut bullet at you. Or, or he like would helicopter it up like he like somehow it frees itself and he used the used the you know the the longer part to knock it up in the air into the gun so when the cop found this uh he was then hit with a uh, an additional felony for introducing contraband into a detention facility uh i i hope his nickname is bullet balls <laughs> it is now yeah if it, if it wasn't before it is now so kudos to you bullet balls we also have a, another funny name criminal well and this is a, a also just a horrifying situation where a woman gets into her car and apparently some homeless guy just decided he was going to sleep back there. Um, The woman told police that she had just left her friend's house, didn't notice anything out of the ordinary, and just got into her car. A short time later, a light came on in her car when she was driving. So there she's driving in the dark, it's late, all of a sudden a light comes from the back seat. That's got to freak the hell out of you. As she looked into the back seat, she was surprised to see a man hiding with a coat pulled over his head. Was he, was he checking his phone or something? I'm trying to think Dude, what lit up. The, oh, you know what lit up. Yeah. If, if he was <laughs> right. just trying to get in the back there, the back seat, you know what was happening there, my friend. The woman told police she was extremely frightened and began driving erratically, which caused the man to fall out of the back door. <laughs> what? She was like, zigzag, go. Yeah. They can't hit a moving target. So yeah, she freaked out. The car's swerving. Uh, apparently, he, he didn't he didn't latch the door or something. Well, maybe he's trying to escape because he didn't want to get arrested. So he tucks All and the rolls. Above. Yeah. Uh, so he goes tumbling out the door onto the road. And uh, good on her, by the way, to be like, "All right, well, I'm not going to allow them to jump me. I'm going to get the element of surprise. I'm going to start driving erratically, and if nothing else, I'll get pulled over, and the cops will help me out." Following a brief investigation by officers, they found the suspect, 36-year-old Jailton Don Santos. He already had jail in his name. <laughs> Jailton Don Santos. Uh, and he's arrested and charged with breaking and entering into the vehicle. Luckily, he wasn't like Stabton or Sheaton. <laughs> no one wants that. Yeah. Doesn't he sound like someone to be on like a 1980s soap opera? Who is the villain? Oh, no, it's Jailton Dos Santos. Uh, police did not give any indication as to why Jailton was in the woman's car or what his motivation might have been. Uh, apparently, the victim was 
lucky to escape being physically unscathed. Uh, they took the opportunity to, quote, remind everyone that they, you make sure that you lock your unattended vehicles, yes. especially at night, and always look in the back seat for uh, men with jackets over their heads. <laughs> Which is never a good look. Anytime you're trying to hide, you know you're probably doing something wrong, unless you're a child playing hide-and-seek. If, yeah. you're, if you're in the back seat of someone's car with a jacket over you, chances are you're doing something nefarious. When it comes down to it. And so, yeah, he could have just been some sort of wandering hobo who was looking for a place to sleep right, yeah. and uh, and checked the handle and, and curled up in the back seat. So the next, the next thing he knows, he has a car start and he's cruising guess, down the road. I guess he was maybe frightened, I'm too. sure he was. Like, I don't want people to know who I am. And like he threw it over, the jacket over because he was using it as a blanket, maybe. Jailton can't go to jail again. No, not again. Not Jailton for, <laughs> not more jail for Jailton. No jail time for Jailton. Don't want I that to happen. I was named Jeff all my life until I went to jail so many times, he just called me Jailton. I don't want to see bullet balls again. I ran into that guy last time. And he tries to show me the same trick over and over. That's a terrible stay. Uh, it is here, the uh, Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. In case you just it. tuned in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We'd like to take a break. <laughs> Thank our sponsor, Nugenics, and our non-sponsor, Butt Drugs. We barely knew you. You started this in the middle. This is what you Yes, exactly. If you're just coming in and going, I like to fast forward five minutes in. I don't listen to all the spiel of these idiots. Uh, not only do we like dumb criminals, but also stories involving animals are right in our wheelhouse oh, as yeah. well. And this one is stopping the mail. From being delivered. We take you down to Austin, Texas, where the United States Postal Service had to halt mail delivery because of an aggressive hawk. Now, I've read about turkeys, right? We've heard of this before on the East Coast. We're like, turkeys, whether migrating or whatever, when they're in heat, mm-hmm. have a little bit of difficulty delivering the mail to some of these East Coast towns. But I've not heard of hawk, hawks stopping the mail. Or just a single hawk, right? Uh, Alfred DeBario says, imagine walking out of your house and knowing that you're going to get punched in the back of your head by an animal with large talons. It's not ideal. No, not at all. Uh, The tree in front of his home has been adopted by a neighborhood hawk that is particularly protective of its nest. Even going out for a run now takes some extra planning. He said he was uh, one time able to avoid getting attacked by running because he he spotted the hawk's shadow. Just like in a... (laughs) Like a pterodactyl coming down on you. Uh, can you imagine just for a moment you have to like look out the window? It's a hawk out there. Do you see its shadow? My brother was on a run and he thought I punched him in the back of a head, which I haven't done in 15 years. Wait, you had done it before? <laughs> that seems a little fraught with peril, punching someone while they're running. Yeah. Uh, I've always been able to dodge it. it just, uh, uh, I just kind of go underneath my awning or run into my car. The construction guys get dive bombs on their hard hats. So you sit there and you hear a thump on your hard hat. And it's one of the construction workers of this hawk just hauling off and punching them. Uh, We are basically overlapping them with their territory. Now they're dive bombing people trying to protect their nest. Uh, Because we've had uh, such a severe winter over the past several winters as possible, we've lost a significant enough canopy that the birds have uh, have to look for different spots to build their nests. but it's been it's been so um, bad that they, so bad that uh, the the postman has said they had actually 
released a statement uh, on Monday saying the Postal Service always strives to provide the best possible service. However, the safety of employees uh, is and customers is a priority. With regards to mail service in Travis Heights, the presence of a hawk punching people in the head <laughs> has presented safe delivery uh, to a few residents. Uh, local management of the South Congress Post Office has contacted Animal Control, etc., etc. I love that they resolve this matter. I love they call it that the hawk is punching yeah. people in the back of the head. As everybody is. I just see the talon like. Instead of like scratching at it, it's just like popping it. I love the sound of just the thud against the hard hat. Oh, you can see the the hawk up in the tree putting on boxing gloves, just tightening yeah. the tightening the laces. Don't you mess with me. You know, his coach is, is rubbing all that oil on his <laughs> chest. You got all that. right, kid. You gotta go out there. Yeah, he's he's been dodging and weaving too much. I go, I go to get him this time, Mick. <laughs> I'm going to get him. I'm gonna get that postman. <laughs> Down the town. Down the town. Great you gotta cut there. me, Mick. I can't see. <laughs> I don't want to cut you, kid. You can cut it with your talons. I'd rather punch him in the back of the head. Mick. There goes the jogger. I'm going to punch him. I just love to see sparrows as his corner people. Yeah. Like, take it. Get him. Get those freaking humans scaring us away all the time. Meanwhile, in Florida, they're also having some bird problems. And so to solve it, a person has been giving vasectomies to peacocks. Pardon me? You I said, come, come again? Can I say that after what you just said? Vasectomies to peacocks. And she'll like it too. Yeah. Um, there is this village where apparently there are a lot of peacocks. Yeah, wild peacocks, which you've had experience with in the past, correct? You had, like, I did, yeah. You I had some peacocks in my backyard. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And they're, they sound horrible. They in do. the morning. They, they cockle doodle do in the morning, but it's it's more of a screech. It's just yeah. a horrible ah. noise. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, and apparently. Up until now, uh, they have been protected by a local ordinance. You can't you can't yeah. kill or trap peacocks. Um, so now they have been able to get a waiver in this, and this one neighborhood is spending seventy five hundred dollars a month for what's being described as a pilot program, where a guy captures and gives peacocks vasectomies and then returns them. He's got to find the peacock first. He's yeah. got to find the peacock, then find the peacock's peacock. The hope is to slow the. <laughs> the hope is to slow the growth of a population that's both beloved uh, for some of its plumage, but also detested for its daily habits. Yeah, um, they said uh, the operation shouldn't upset the established peacock societal order with vasectomies male peacocks can still mate with female peacocks just- peahens <laughs> and enjoy the benefits of still being a peacock uh, without without getting peahens pregnant <laughs> without the pea little ones right um and this youth gu- and this guy is is being really dodgy about it which <laughs> was he doing exactly he says um he traps the peacocks. They spend about three days with him in a pen located somewhere in Miami-Dade County. He just says, it's an abandoned zoo. I'm not going to say anymore. He doesn't want to identify Is he where like he's Buffalo taking- Bill of peacocks? It <laughs> puts the lotions on its genitals so I can find them. And how freaky must that be for the peacocks? 
Three day? Why is it a three day process? Well, recovery. You gotta. Okay, I guess I know, I yeah, the first days of getting to know each other. Be right. like, hey, I'm just trying to help you out here. Don't worry, it's not going to mean you're less of a man, Mr. Peacock. But the just Peacock to... is probably freaking out. Right. Well, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna barbecue me? Are you gonna cook me? Are you gonna Are you gonna turn me over a spit? No, I'm just gonna give you a vasectomy. You got... Oh, oh, all right. Well, all I, guess right that's, well, I guess that's okay. Then. I guess. That, yeah, I guess that's. And I'll fine. just be back to being a peacock. Well, will my Will my peacock? Will my feathers still be able to? Pop right up, yeah. or is it going to take me a little bit longer? <laughs> Only half of my peacock feather is going to oh, show up. A peacock, okay, you're going to give me a vasectomy. All right, All right. Okay. well, that's fine. That's uh, fine. Yeah, exactly. I got these bags under my eyes. Do you think you can you do be anything else with that? Pull those back. Right Could you put a bullet underneath there no. at all in case I need no, it? I, I just do the vasectomy. <laughs> Where do they find this guy, by the way? I don't know. Who do you look up in the yellow pages for peacock vasectomy? That's a great question. I don't know. And can birds get vasectomized? Well, evidently. (laughs) Is that a word? Vasectomized? Uh, Don Harris. Dr. Don Harris, the peacock vasectomizer. I think is what his website is. <laughs> Look for that on NBC. SVU. Don Harris. Peacock vasectomizer. Well, so, we're going to need new programs uh, yeah. with the writer strike. So, Thank you for your service, sir. Yeah, Don Harris. Staying with the outdoor theme, uh, you have a strong stance, historically with this, and rightfully so, of people going up mountains that don't need to go up mountains. Yes. Usually we find the dead bodies over in Everest. Right. But here, as of late, Colorado authorities are investigating what happened to three, quote, mummified bodies a hiker found a remote campsite deep in the Rocky Mountains. Okay. So this is on our soil. In a Facebook post, the Gunnison County Sheriff's Office said the hiker had contacted them on Sunday, July 9th, after discovering a, quote, heavily decomposed body near the Gold Creek Campground, which is located 27 miles northeast of the town of Gunnison. The next day, investigators from the sheriff's office and Forest Service personnel managed to locate two more bodies in the campsite, both in an advanced state of decomposition. Good Lord. The sheriff's office is withholding the deceased people's names pending notification of next of kin, but said it did not believe there was any ongoing danger to backpackers or local residents. Gunnison County Sheriff Adam Murdy told the Montrose Daily Press that there were no signs of trauma on the bodies. According to Murdy, two of the bodies were zipped inside a tent alongside personal belongings, tarps, and a long lean-to, while the third was located in some trees a short distance away. So they just up and died, and nobody went looking for them or couldn't find them. The report described the bodies as being, quote, fairly mummified. Fairly. Fairly mummified. And authorities say they appeared to have been in the campsite for some time, possibly since last fall. How does that not put you out, put you off of outside adventures forever? Exactly. Murdy said it would take several weeks to complete an autopsy in the bodies and determine the cause of death. Whether they froze to death in the winter or the combination of starved or froze, that's what it sure seems like. Don't they have a list somewhere of people that they weren't able to find? And this goes, 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 goes to show you, if you are going to go outside, right, and do this adventurous stuff, stay on the beaten path. Yeah. Don't stray and be like, well, there's this one kind of tougher challenge path that's well, going through there. Yeah. Because one, if you don't make it, you're not coming back. And two, it's going to take a long-ass time for people to find you because no one goes on that path. And there are people back home going, I told him not to go out. He didn't come home. I ain't looking for him. And if you're the person who... Screw him. Yeah, screw that guy. I told him not to do this stuff. And if you're the hiker that found them, do you immediately then question the decision that you made of like, well, son of a bitch. You should. Like, I got to go back quick. Yeah. Because And then, you know, you have to call the authorities and be like, you're never going to guess. So, you know, I went down the old dead man's curve uh, trail, 
And guess what I found? Dead men, mm-hmm. including mummified, just mummified in a tent. They found the one. The person was like, good on them to not go any further. Yeah. They found the one decomposed body and go, nope, go on and call the authorities. And then you just have them zipped up. By the way, did they not like the third one who was outside the tent? Did they? They're like, nope, only have enough heat and food left for two. Screw you. You got to fend for yourself. Yeah, or he's the dumbass that went for help or something. I don't Could know. Be. I, I don't I, know what happened there. Yeah. But uh, that is, that's miserable, and, uh, and there's nothing out there that you need to see. No, not at all. Speaking of which, mm. do we need to have these anymore? I saw, I, I saw a, a article about the world's longest yard sale beginning in August. Oh, yeah, this is a big deal. Yeah, in downtown Gadsden, Alabama, the event spans more than 690 miles of antiques, collectibles, entertainment, and more. Do, we, do you need garage sales or yard sales anymore in the 21st century? Don't we have enough ways to do that over the internet that you don't have to like just well, advertise your house to strangers? Yeah. I mean, what does is, what is Seinfeld say? That your your house is just a place to keep junk until you give it to somebody else or it's a holding place yeah, for junk? Yeah, it's, it's, it's Carlin's, Carlin's on, Carlin old bit. The... It's like, yeah, it's like your, your, your stuff is stuff, but other people's stuff is shit. Yeah. Um, but do we, need a, do we need the world's largest yard sale anymore? <sighs> Well, we don't need any more new stuff, that's for sure. And maybe that's, maybe this is... Okay, I'm following your logic. Take yeah. me down the steps I'm of just, that. I'm just saying, I think the planet has enough things for everybody. Every Whatever it is. Whatever thing you need, yes. it exists right now. We don't need to make anything. Okay, so you're saying you can have yard sales to sell old stuff, but we need to stop making new stuff? Yes. Okay. I think, I think that's what this yard, the yard sale is for. Like, if you need a set of plates, somebody's getting rid of a set of plates. Go take those. Okay, so you don't need to buy a new set of exactly. plates from a store. don't even need to make new plates. Whoever is, <laughs> we're, we're, we have enough plates in the world yeah. already? Okay. Wherever the plate I, factory is, shut it shut, down. Shut down the factory. Shut it down. Shut it all down. You don't need that. Until uh, we move plates around enough. You want a bike? Someone's always selling a yeah, bike. Yeah, someone is always selling a bike. Uh, we don't need to make bikes anymore. I'm just saying... Like, There's plenty of things for everybody. And I understand decluttering and understand making some money. Most of us have too many things. I'm sorry, I'm in a rant right now. Most no, of us have right too many things that we could give things to people who don't have things and we'd still have enough things oh i i totally agree with you about the thingage yeah. yeah we all have too many things and so i understand the decluttering and there's something that's still on the radio which is not too good for it and it's not quite entertaining it's a guy who's on a certain station that talks about yeah you know you, you sell a bunch of stuff to make money to pay off other debts that guy that guy oh yeah, yeah yeah and so i understand what you're doing with the yard sale and the garage sales but i'm also saying you're inviting weirdos into your place of of, li- of dwelling <sighs> yeah. to know where that where you're at whereas if you just go on the internet Put it on a marketplace or whatever, or Google Buy or whatever the hell it is. You can meet at a third party place someplace else instead of having ding dongs like comb the neighborhood and know where you live. Have you ever had a garage sale? I have not had one. Well, yes, I take that back. We had one when I was like 15, and I contributed some baseball cards to it. And you're right, it brings out a yes. very unusual breed of people. It does. People that you don't normally see. In day-to-day society. Correct. People who are haggling over a 50-cent coffee mug. It, and I don't even think they want... Well, you take 25 cents for it? It's like, what the hell? It's 50 cents. And half of these people... What are you going to do with that extra money you saved? <laughs> and half those people <laughs> don't need the shit they're buying. They don't, they don't need the shit they're buying from you. They just want to haggle with someone. There's always inevitably yes. those people who oh, are yeah, just... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The thrill of the hunt. They're, they're, yeah. And they'll just then go... And then they'll drive away. Or you have the the Sanford and Son people 
who come in with their truck full of crap they got from the other garage sales they've been going garage sailing and then they and then they just they're kind of they were the original um oh uh, crossfit people right that that just tell you everything about how great crossfit is they're the original crossfit people like See that table over there? Yeah. Yeah. Nice table, isn't it? it? Yeah. $1.75. Exactly. Got $1.75 at a garage sale. Oh, great. So I wanted three bucks for it. I got him down to a dollar. (laughs) So what you're telling me is I have no backstory on this freaking table. I don't know what baby may have shit on it. I don't know what else is going on, but you got it for a dollar 75. I just don't think we need them anymore. We had one once and, and mostly it was like kids toys and clothes that we were just yeah, it was right, just too yeah. much stuff right um and so we we put an ad out there saying kids toys and clothes that's what we got that's what i got and we're gonna start at 7 30 please don't come early you know, all the usual disclaimers yes. you have so it's like quarter to seven and i'm kind of uh. getting things ready coffee and, and doing this and i hear ding dong because <sighs> you know you got these people out there i mean the hardcore people <laughs> oh they want to be there first before it's open yeah, exactly. to try to really get the good stuff yeah. So the doorbell rings, and I'm already mad. They're like on some secret list. They like yeah. go through the newspaper or online ads. And I open the door, and there is this portly, weird looking, <laughs> and he's just not shaven, and his hair's going in a bunch of different directions. Um, and uh, and he says through his, his glasses, these big thick glasses that he's wearing, he says, Do you have any weird or unusual vintage furniture? <laughs> What an oddly specific request. It was very specific. Weird <laughs> or unusual vintage furniture. Uh, no. It said kid toys and clothes ages two to six. Pardon me, sir. Do you have Do you any, any weird or unusual fur- vintage furniture? <laughs> Do you have any any footstools that ladies' feet would have been on at some point? I have an odd fetish about things that I can't quite say out loud, but you know what I mean. Can, do you have any slightly damp bath towels that a woman used to use? Do you have any slightly old softcore Playboy S type magazines? No, it says kids toys and clothes. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for a, a chair mat that would have been under the bottom of a sweaty old woman. Do you have one of those? Do you have any plastic covers that your grandma may have put on a couch that someone may have sweated on in the summer of 1972? Do you have any drinking glasses that still have lipstick stains? <laughs> That's my kink. And by the way, I now know where you live. If not, here's my business card. Call me when you do. Do you have any right shoes? I don't want the left one. I just want the right. <laughs> do you have any socks with just a big toe having a hole in it? I don't want any with the with the pinky toe. I'm a big toe only guy. Yeah, it brings out some unusual people that you don't normally see in society. Yeah, so get rid of yard sales and you can sell it on the internet. Yeah. All right. Speaking of the internet, that's where I found this next No Good Deed story. Here it goes from Reddit here on the Too Good for Radio podcast. Hopefully you've been thoroughly entertained. Um, This guy goes, I was sitting on a bus next to my friend. He's a male, she's a female, and all the seats were taken. A mid-30s woman who looked like she could be pregnant got on the bus. Uh And I stood and said, you can have my seat. Doesn't say anything else. Just says, you can have my seat. Right? Looks like she could be pregnant. He knows the foibles of jumping to that conclusion. Yeah. She then screamed at me that she was perfectly capable of standing and that she's not pregnant. Oh. 
I sat down again and we got off the bus. My friend called me an a hole for assuming she was pregnant. Nobody, you just, you offer a lady the. the but okay. I never right. told the woman I thought she was pregnant. Right. I just stood up and offered her my seat. The appropriate. Am I the a hole in this no. story? No. I don't no. think so. Even if you thought in your mind he didn't verbalize it. Had he verbalized it, yes, he would have been the a hole yes. of being like, I see you're standing for two. I sit here. Yes. If he had said, well, it looks like you're you're mm-hmm. pregnant. Here, have my seat. He would have been the a-hole. Do you have any oversized clothing worn by pregnant women who are lactating? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> and she'll like it, too. Not so much that joke. No, no. See, and man. I get it. I understand that someone would say, hey, I'm thoroughly. But you could have. There's a different way as well for her to have reacted and been like, I appreciate the offer, but I'm more than capable of standing. Or, or just said, "No thanks, I'm good." Right. So you don't have to. You don't have to get into a confrontation. You don't know the person's motives. Correct. To assume that he thought you were pregnant, you jumped down his throat. He, if even if that was his initial thought, there's still that. Okay, all the seats are taken, and a woman comes on. Yeah. Wh- whether they be looking like they're pregnant, not pregnant, whatever in between, eighty to to twenty. Mm-hmm. As a as a gentleman, you should offer them your seat. If, it, if they're the only person getting on the stop and everything else is, you can stand. You just stand and you offer the seat. Here's my, I've told you my, the, yes. my reasoning for door openings and seat givings and things like that. My reasoning is this. It has nothing to do with chauvinism or I'm better than you or you're too frail. It's very simple. Women have to have babies and there's nothing I can do to do anything about that. And I don't ever want to have to go through that. Right. So the least I can do is open a door. I can't ever match what you have to go, go through, through to have a baby. So the least I can do, I'll just hold your door. That's, that's uh, uh, There's nothing else I can do. Right. Or or having to put up with people catcalling you well, yes. or like, hey, sweet cheeks or whatever. So I'm trying. You got to shave your legs. Yeah. Uh, yes. You got to sh- And your pits I and don't. everything else in between. Yeah. And you have to do that on the regular. Yeah. I can I can decide to not shave for five days and no one looks at me sideways, but you forget to shave yeah. your legs twice and some jackass is going to point it out to it. So just, I, I'm just, so I feel me. like I just need to do, th- this is all I can do. I, can't, the, I can't take it away. I can do this. It's the bare minimum minimum I can do. Yes. So that's why you, we do And it. if you don't want, you just say, no, thanks, I'm good. Thank you. Or be like, I appreciate the effort, mm-hmm. but I'm good. That's all you have to do. There's no need to be in a shouting match. So... I don't want to say she was the a-hole in this. She may have had a bad day. You don't know the background. I don't think there's any a-hole in this. Do you have a flannel shirt worn by an angry feminist woman (laughs) that I can take home and just feel her angry pheromones coming out? Do you happen to have the sweatband worn by your mom when Jazzercise was in in 1984? I'd appreciate that. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And finally, here on the Mike and Wilson Too Good for Radio podcast, a manifestation of hell on earth. The summer of 99 cruise was just announced as of the recording of this particular podcast. All right. It's taking place. Good times and great oldies. It's taking place April 18th through the 24th, leaving from Miami, Florida to Nassau, Bahamas on the Norwegian Pearl cruise ship. Now, the summer of 99 ship, you may ask. What makes it the Summer of 99 cruise and what makes it special? Because it's going to have as a headliner on this cruise the reunion of the band Creed. That's the headliner. That's the headliner. <laughs> and it goes down from there. Yes. Here are some of the other musical acts oh, no. for the cruise of 99. 
first of all, cruises in themselves, I'm not a big fan. I've never no. been on one because no. of the Petri dish kind of scenario going on there. Stuck at sea with a bunch of ding-dongs, right? And now, all of a sudden, you're going to be not only stuck with the reunited Creed, yeah. but the people who think that's a big deal. People who were at their prime in 1990. Yes, think about that for a moment. Here's the rest of the festival lineup of cruises that will be performing on the Summer of 99 cruise. And stop me when there's one you'd actually want to see in concert. Okay. Three Doors Down. All right. Buck Cherry and all their crazy <laughs> bitchness. Tonic. Oh, wow. Vertical Horizon. Yeah. Fuel. The Verve Pipe. Oof. Tantric. Dishwalla. Dishwalla. There's one I haven't heard of in a long time. Louise Post of Veruca Salt. Not the full Veruca Salt. <laughs> just, just one. Just, just one, one Veruca. Just one Veruca. <laughs> you just get Veruca, no salt. And nine days have all oh, been booked no. for the festival cruise. So once again, let me reiterate. This is five days at sea with Creed and all the bands we just mentioned. And if that's not selling you folks as this being hell on earth, wait, there's more. Who will be hosting the Summer of 99 cruise, you ask? Sure as hell ain't Mike and Molson. Yeah. It's Eddie Trunk from Sirius XM has been tabbed as one of the hosts, as well as a trio from Access TV's The Power Hour Show, Matt Pinfield, Katie Babs, and John Bernstein. And I, I, I'm just, I just pulled up the, the top hits of 1999, and none of those bands you just mentioned are are, anyway, uh, they they don't they don't they don't appear here. We're, we're talking Britney Spears, Sugar Ray, Destiny's Child. By the way, Will Smith, Jennifer Lopez. When Sugar Ray is above joining right. your bill, right? You know the bill is crap. You couldn't you couldn't even you couldn't even just get Rob McGrath. Rob McGrath. Uh, uh, I, I would have known the name, but uh, Mark McGrath. Mark McGrath. Thank you. I was like Jesus. I know it's not Ryan. Yeah, yeah couldn't even get Mark McGrath. From Sugar Ray, you couldn't yeah. even get the sugar in Sugar Ray. I love how <laughs> Tina. I, I love how it's just uh, T- Louise Post from right. Baruch Assault. Not it, it, it's just two girls, right? Yeah, it's it's her and the, it's her and Nina Gordon. And Nina yeah. Gordon goes, oh, uh, no, I'm not doing this. No. This Creed's is this is beneath there? this no. is beneath me. And what's that say for Creed's reunion to be yeah. on a cruise ship? Yeah, so no, there's not even. Uh, I mean, not even a a head. I mean, these, these are like C list. People from 99. Three Doors Down, Buck Cherry. And not only that, not only the bad bands, right? It's then the people who think those bands are good that you have to spend five days with them. Someone who's excited that Creed is reuniting and you're going to have five days with them on on the ocean without anywhere to go. Buck Cherry alone in 1999 brought out some of the trashiest people the video who you, you find identified it. with that song. The woman who walked down the aisle to Crazy Bitch. Remember that? <laughs> right. That was a thing that happened. Yes. You're going to get five days at sea with that. <sighs> yeah. I mean, that. yeah, that was some trashy of trash. Yes. And so, by the way. Dishwalla. Counting blue cars. <laughs> Tell me all your thoughts on God, because I'd really like to meet him. And just one Veruca. And she won't like that, too. No. Or maybe she will. I don't know. Oh, and plus, yeah, plus it's it's the people with a cruise mentality. Correct. Which is just... Maybe she will like it, too. Maybe the Big Hurt and Doug Flutie will be there handing oh. out eugenics for free and being like, she'll like it, too. I'll see your wife later tonight, cabin 4B. Debbie Gibson is going to be on a cruise. Now, that's different. And... Who else is joining her? Well, but I'm... But I'm... I'm even... Even with Debbie Gibson... I'm wrestling, do I want to go on a cruise? 
Yeah, that's a tough call. I mean, it's a who really... Who else is on that cruise? Uh, let me see. I can... Because if there's somebody else worthwhile... Well, that... Debbie Gibson. Well, yes, for you. Idiot. And, and how do you play that out in your mind, then, <laughs> of running into Debbie Gibson on the cruise? Are you going to sweep her off her feet with your sweet, sweet dance moves or yeah. your, your shake weight voice? Push her into the ocean and save her life. <laughs> uh, so it's the, yeah, it's the 80s cruise coming up in uh, February with... Um, with Debbie Gibson. I think that's about it. Okay. It's just Debbie. Well, that's still better than uh, this list. Yeah. By the way, when Smash Mouth big times you and says, this is beneath even me. Right. And Collective Soul and the rest of the Jamokes from the 90s. Because, oh, here we go. Uh, the lineup announced from the 80s cruise. We've got... Uh, We've got Debbie Gibson. <laughs> okay, keep going back to that. Uh, 38 Special. Yeah. Uh, soft Cell will we'll sing one song. <laughs> no, no. They then go into oh, their cover, right. Baby, Where Did that's My right. Love Go? It uh, will be the entire cruise. They'll still be playing that song for yeah. the extended mix. Please tell me Men Without Hats is on there. Uh, Air Supply. No. Uh, Sebastian Bach. Okay, that's an interesting choice uh, with the rest of them. Stephen Piercy. Of uh, rat. Of rat. So again, not the <laughs> just, whole rat. Just, just the rat or the TT of the rats. Uh, our, our our personal friend, Ray Parker Jr. Okay. There's a guy I'd like to drink with, by the way. He, uh, he shared some stories. Another teenage crush of mine, Sheena Easton, is going to be on there. All right. So you get Sheena Easton. Uh, and she'll like it too, Wang Chung. <laughs> wow. Dance all days, buddy. Yeah. Everybody will Wang Chung tonight, including the Big Hurt. And Escape Club will be rounding out the. Uh, e. So those are your choices. You got the '80s. Uh, I guess out of the show two, with out of uh, the two of them, I'd rather hang out with those with folks. Rat and Ray Parker Jr. <laughs> or you go on the '90s cruise with, with one Veruca <laughs> and Dishwalla <laughs> and Buck Cherry <laughs> and also Christ. the Verve Pipe. <laughs> one hit wonders. <laughs> the Verve Pipe. Oh my pipe. God! One uh, song and but, off. But the Verve Pipe on a cruise, right? You supposed to have a party atmosphere. Oh, you're right. And they're up there going for the laugh of me. Yeah, you're right. I cannot remember. Oh, move, man. Move. That brings the room down. Yeah. Like, what? Out of those bands. Not like Air Supply is going to get you dancing. <laughs> True. But out of those bands, I guess really only Buck Cherry gets you rocking. Right? I mean, even Creed. Veruca. Veruca had, yeah, I guess. But again, but it's a, just a salt. It's a salt. They had Volcano <laughs> Girls and Seether. That's all they had. So if you want to. You can go watch go. these one-hit wonders Ooh. of the '90s on the '90. Let's cruise like it's '99 or the ni- summer of '99 cruise. Painful, and uh, you can sign up for it now. And if you do, please stop uh, subscribing to this podcast.